Because it's going to be a different field of work, almost. Yeah, that's why I want to kind of self myself. What's uh, the channeler's favourite? Let me have a picture of Shakespeare. Once more onto the breach, my dear friends. We'll fill the gap up with our English bed. Pretty barbaric, isn't it? That's why they call it dark ages. Wait, do they have any power? Can they light them? Just candles. I can't. It's a question. I don't know what's left here. Do you have any? Huh? The steps to the far side is probably sweet. That's what Russ has problems with as well. <laughs> Well, it's natural, yeah. <laughs> it just when puts your body in such a relaxed state that your mind wanders up. Yeah, but patience and control will come. Perseverance. Well, that's been applying all this extra energy. Yeah, see, patience and perseverance, it works. Uh, I suppose I'll better. Get out of here and go swimming in the time where Mark is the balance. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Have fun. You too. Look forward to talking to you again. Okay. Bye. Oh, last bit from me, Gus. Next time you talk to me, can you kneel down? I get a very dark crop in the neck walking to me. Greetings and felicitations, Russ. Greetings and felicitations, Carrie. Yeah. Greetings, yeah. Greetings. Yeah. Greetings. Yeah. Greetings. Okay, business time. Okay, first news. Greetings, feline. Okay, on the news front, we have got tomorrow. Eric looks at the name before us in the room called Sacred Journeys to Atlantis, Second Land Meeting, New York Journey. So, Research starts tomorrow. Okay. We are expecting to have Ashtar present through our next channeling session. Okay, we should have plain information by that. Okay. On the other front, so far, they have not had a site with documents. Okay. I think they won't have one for a little while. Well, good luck. On another point, Oh, yes. Um, Rhea mentioned that when the Arcturians were in her house talking to her, that uh, she mentioned Ashtar Command. They said that Ashtar asked for help from them in working on Earth. Mm -hmm. 
sounds like the uh, lines have been crossed slightly. You may be asking for Okay. Um, it was a mutual agreement. I was not privy to the conversation between uh, Ashtar and uh, the Arturians, but I believe that it was um, a mutual agreement to help them to land and develop to an acceptable level. And it seems that uh, they have their own idea on what they want to do. Now, um, working through uh, some theories I have on exactly why this is all taking place at this time and with us being involved. Mm -hmm. um, number one, that the Arturians were Atlanteans who were the pyramids back then. Unlike Logan. Yes, but probably that there is an Atlantean connection there, but it is unlikely that they were responsible for building the pyramids. It is more likely that they were um, arrived on the scene later and saw the pyramids work and, and wish to copy them. Now, there's a number of spaceships that are seen underwater about that area. Mm -hmm. Would it be possible that that might be some of their ships? Uh, quite possibly. Okay. We're going through possible theories on why they're there. Mm -hmm. What would be archaeology? Yes. Um, another one that uh, it could uh, pyramids are acting like doors to different dimensions that they're going through them. That would be very foolish to go through an uncontrolled dimension shift. No matter how foolish it is. True. Um, let's cover the, the questions that you've had. Okay, archaeology. It is more than likely that that is where they're getting that information on how to build this pyramid that they wish to build in Southern Colorado. By doing research in archaeology, it would be feasible for them to learn the basics to building pyramids, which would also mesh nicely with my previous statement about them not being present when the pyramids were built. Next point is covering things up, I believe. Um, probably uncovering and then recovering to cover their tracks, as it were. And finally, using the gateways. As I said, it is foolish to do so. If they're doing so, then they're wasting valuable time and effort. Because an uncontrolled dimension shift could put them anywhere. It would seem that they maybe had something to do with all of the Um, 
as you know, Atlantis is a very sensitive subject. Um, without uh, a conference, we cannot uh, disclose that just yet. We will um, discuss it with others and then we will come back and let you know. As you are no doubt aware, we do have quite a intense intense schedule of uh, work at the moment. Okay. Now, you mentioned last week that the Titanic board inside the coffin amongst uh, with the aid of other things. Quite simple. You would heat it up to an intense seat, and just before it starts to solidify, you would pour it down the hollow tubing. Quite logical. But you would have to chill the copper to stop it from. Um, yes. Because if I'm correct, titanium has quite a high melting point due to its strength. Mm, it wouldn't quite be as, as effective. You may wish to try the titanium core trick sometime. Combined with crystal blocks or quartz blocks with an obsidian top, I believe that is discussed, which have quite a considerable effect. But you'd also have to have the floor again with quartz blocks. Blocks that like Yes. Like bricks. Okay. Okay, do you have more questions for me? Okay, I will hand over to somebody else, as we seem to be in a random order this evening. I'm also Okay, I've enjoyed the evening. Look forward to talking to you again. Goodbye. Greetings, Russ. Greetings, young lady. Greetings, felines. Didn't expect one. <laughs> okay. Questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. The ones you manifested. <laughs> what? I was about to say. <laughs> Since when have you been wearing ladies' underwear? No, I haven't crossed over it. Well, in my practice. 
Just wondering if you've noticed that guy. Your aura has changed, young lady. <laughs> to embarrassment. Okay. Yes, I have seen it. Very handy work. We'll have to put on the light side, though. Okay. Well, she didn't wear a t-shirt material. Maybe. Well, it may be better that it is light. Okay. Do you have any jokes for me? No, but I hear you've got one for me. Yes. For uh, yes, for you. Both of you. And uh, the channeler told me to look for it when he arrived. Um, Tia, <clears throat> when she was... Uh, Travelling around earlier on today, heard the channel that asked if it was alright if it was left for me. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <clears throat> there are these two boys swimming in a river. And Bill Clinton is driving along the road and sees these two boys. And he says to his press secretary, this would look like a good publicity shot. I want to go for a swim with the boys. So he's out in the river swimming around and he starts to suffer from spasms of the muscle. And then he starts to asphyxiate or drown, I believe you would say, on the water. The two boys drag him to the shore and save his life. Bill Clinton turns to the first boy and says, What would you like as a thank you for saving my life? And the first boy goes, I would like to go to Harvard. And Bill Clinton says, Okay. He will go to Harvard. He turns to the second boy and goes, What would you like? And the second boy thinks for a few seconds and says, I'd like to be buried in Arlington Military Cemetery. And Bill Clinton looks at me surprised and says, Son, aren't you a bit young to think about dying? And the second boy replies, when I tell my father who I saved, he's going to kill me. Yes, we do enjoy listening to you laugh. <laughs> and your political interest, young lady. I try to stay away from the subject. Very wise. It's simply shared. <laughs> yes, we do get amused and listening to... I do uh, make jokes, though. <laughs> they make great jokes. Yeah, I do. We get so much enjoyment listening to the channeler and uh, Russ argue over political ideals. <laughs> Some fun, really. So I hear. Okay, now question and answer time. 
Okay. What is the square root of minus one? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll be a gentleman. Any questions, Christian? My questions concern our discussion with you. And one of those is on bullshit that occurred after the fall of the Atlantis. Okay. Now, when that happened, I'm wondering what global cataclysmic effect would have resulted in such a shift like that. Okay, there would be, in certain areas, an increase in level of water content i.e. the oceans would rise. And in other areas, there would be dry patches. But because of the shift in the axis, there would also be an increase in the water vapor in the atmosphere, which would effectively block out any sunlight for a period of time, creating a winter, an extended winter, maybe for several years, or to put it simply, an ice age. After a while, it would return back to its normal level. Another thing that happened would be mass extinction due to water sloshing around, for want of a better word. Species would become extinct um, on a very large scale. Another effect that would occur would be a winter drought where there is lots of moisture but because the temperatures have decreased, the growing season would be shortened considerably, which would force plants to adapt to survive the environment. Well, one thing I noticed is that the only people who came out of that would be Noah, his wife, and his sons and daughters and wives of his sons. Now, um, since I know that couldn't have been the only survivors for that, um, what is it that would have affected the rest of the human population in the world? Obviously, there have been mass extinctions of people, too. Yes. But wouldn't this have caused a, um, a change in the human person. Yes. To stress and stuff. It also cleans the gene pool. The weak do not survive. The incapable of looking after themselves do not survive. Only the strong survive in this. So it is more of an advantage. It is a necessary thinning of the population. Right. 
So at that point, our ancestors would become far more survival instinct. Yes. But my problem I have with this is that the Atlantean um, colonies that had been established would all of a sudden be turned into chaos. Would that then cause for a let's say an extinction as lasting colonies and then anybody after that would be learning just from legends? Correct. That would explain why there's no evidence of advanced technology in the world today. That's right, because of the shift in the axis, uh, the water would have washed any trace away. And those that survived would have to restart all over again. Right. What had been built had taken many thousand years to build. And so therefore, the knowledge would have been lost. So it would right. have to be passed on in legends, as you put it. Right. And that would give rise to um, super means and stuff. And those who did survive would be of a far more uh, ability compared to those who didn't. Correct. When people come on the scene and have legends of these great beings who did all these great things, but they were actually a minority of what actually survived that Axis ship. Correct. You see, most of the Atlantean populated centers were in lowland areas. And um, an example, probably one in a thousand would have survived the shift. Right. So in a population of a town of maybe 10,000, only 10 people would have survived. And because of um, the Atlantean difficulty in conception on your planet, it would have meant that to increase their population would have taken a considerable time. And because a hardier um, modern man survived and populated more quickly, and the resentment by these um, primitives would endanger these people that uh, were trying to re-establish themselves which would decrease the gene pool again. But wouldn't those survivors then naturally join in with that gene pool automatically help their race survive? Um, either that will move to an area where it is inaccessible for people um, of a lesser species. Sorry to say that, but it's, you know, right. Um, they would move to an area that would be inaccessible. Legends would uh, appear of places where they have extraordinary capabilities. Oh, oh. And Shangri-La. Olympus. Correct. Hmm. That fills in all those big gaps I had in my history lessons that I couldn't put together. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Now I've got an idea of at least the time frame, the timeline that takes place. Mm -hmm. God, that was boring. I wish you wouldn't use the term timelines, those 
Um, I believe that was discussed a while back, alternate uh, fractures in the time fabric creating different universes. Thank you very much question well, Glad to be of service. Do you <laughs> wish me to elaborate further? Okay. Now there are several possibilities to expand upon. Which would you wish me to expand upon? Would be the um, uh, the technology that will be in an offshoot of this time shift. Well, I mean, it's bullshit. Okay, well... What, what, what could survive? Um, very little, actually, is... Uh, the water would have washed away a considerable amount. What possibly would have survived would have been oral tradition. How to... manifest. Hmm. Um, it would have been passed on, probably, into common circulation with uh, various priesthoods, for example, um, the Druids, and uh, they would uh, pass it on through oral tradition and explain how to do things, but uh, it would be explained in a very obtruse way, but it would be held only by a few. How to focus the mind on an object and create fire. But unfortunately, it also, because it would be passed on to a few, it would become more of a religion than a science. But there again, one man's religion is another man's science. Okay. Now, what about those existing technological works from an earlier age? For example, the Great Pyramid. Yes. Wouldn't a whole shift have a great deal of influence upon that? Um, it would, if it had been constructed uh, with poor craftsmanship, it would have damaged it, but because it was constructed extremely well, the damage was minimal. And left it basically intact. Um, other things like Stonehenge, mm -hmm. that would account for a lot of the destruction that happened with that. No, Stonehenge was at a later time. Well, that's what Okay, so modern now is the result of that discussion. Yes. Okay. Um, um, what about astral projection? Farsight. Farsight, yes, that would have survived again in an oral tradition. Without anything to augment the capability, it would dissipate temporarily and be suppressed to seeing what your neighbor is doing in a barbaric environment until finally it is thought upon and discovered that farsighting can be used for much more than just spying on the person 
in the next village. So by learning from this, farsighting can be expanded to see what is going on in the next country, the next continent, and so on. But in legends, you see no real signs of that. You see things like um, fortune telling and uh, oracles. Um, yes, it is mentioned. So it is mentioned. Yes. In um, the stories of ancient Greece, they talk about viewing from a great distance. And the seer did say this, that he saw a city of white stone on a hill. Or in Chinese mythology, the monkey king could see many miles. It is a matter of interpreting the words. In American um, culture, he did turn into an eagle and fly a great distance and see many things. Doesn't mean to say that he actually was visible as an eagle, but he thought that he was an eagle. So it is a matter of interpreting correctly what is stated in the writings or the translations of the language that uh, the writings are taken from. Okay. Now, with the blending of the two cultures, see the survivors that bullshit. Adding into the gene pool with those who were indigenous, um, you would see those same traits passed along. Correct. So, uh, you get a party warlike being, but with some sense of intuition. Yes. So that's when you get your great generals. Mm -hmm. It would be like Alexander the Great would have intuition of battles. Correct. Wow. Okay. Any more questions? Okay. Carrie, is it? I was about to say we were going to ask her how she was feeling before we hand over to tonight's entertainment. <laughs> Very lovely. Out of your body, huh? Yeah, quite far. And how is, how far is quite far? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. How do you feel at the moment? Me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice and relaxed, good. We're now going to hand over to tonight's entertainment. If that's the correct word. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have an enjoyable evening. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, I was trying to listen to what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was watching you listen. <laughs>
<laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't catch much of the next. He's good talking about college. Okay, he's business Okay. Now, if you're nice and relaxed, I'm going to Okay. Oh yes, focusing energy. Okay. Then you feel generally well being being well. Excuse me, I think this could be my words. Let me start again. Are you well in your being? Yeah. Okay. Now then, now we're going to work on the mental space, okay? To get you, your energy levels up, because one is related to the other. Get your nice and focused on the tasks ahead and your desired path that you to have chosen to take. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, do you remember where we told you to go when you to relax and to help yourself heal? Yeah. Now, how well do you know the human anatomy? I know the female anatomy is going to get it. Good, that's good. Okay. Now, do you know where your problems are? Well, not. There's four potential ways of energy. It's pulling in energy to help you heal. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is you have your eyes closed, right? Close your eyes and start at 10 in the end. All the energy around you, every bit of energy radiating from the felines, grass, myself, the channel. Feel all that energy surrounding you. Then imagine it condensing into a ball in front of you. A ball of white light. It gets brighter and brighter and brighter. It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, see a very thin beam come from that big ball of energy straight at you. It sucked all of that energy out of that ball. Suck it all into your center. Every bit of it. Until it totally disappears. 
and it disappears tiny. Okay. Now, feel all that energy running through your body, right? Okay. Now, select an area that you wish to start healing. Okay. Now, opening all your chakras, right? And the very base chakra to the chakra. We want you to send the energy out of the crown chakra and that big loop to the base chakra and then all the way up through all of the chakras. Okay? And you'll get faster and faster. It's a little bit like a negative feedback loop. Okay. Now, when it gets very, very fast, almost a continuous stream of energy going in a big loop from your crown chakra to your base chakra and up through your chakras. I want you to direct it to the selected area you wish to heal. And you'll feel that area that Warmer and warmer. It won't get hot, it'll just get warm. Nice and warm. Okay, now tell me when it starts to warm up. Okay. Now visualize that area. Right. And visualize it going from a grey to a nice, ready, purple colour. This is slowly grey to a ready, purple colour. That's nice, red and purple colour. Right. Now, I want you to count from 10 down to 1 again. Okay, now we're going to have to repeat this, or rather you are going to have to repeat this, um, not on a daily basis, but whenever you feel that it is necessary to wear on it. Now what we also suggest is before you settle down to help to heal the selected area, that you visualise your garden place, the place of uh, the nice field with the beautiful warm sun and uh, the dandelions all the other nice plants there. And then you visualize the big energy ball, collect all the energy in, visualize it turning into a big ball in front of you, and sucking that energy in so it fills your body up from top to bottom, from it to your toes, 
So the very roots of your hair. Okay? And then focusing the energy and then doing the loop from crown chakra to the base chakra all the way up through the other chakras going around and around until it gets to almost continuous stream then directing the energy at the selected area very simple okay. it's a thing very carefully because when you tailor a healing program you have to tailor it for the individual. Like for us, I can make it slightly different. I can increase um, heat and energy around the fixed area. But it's different from person to person. Do you have questions? <laughs> okay. I get that on my mind and can think of it now. Sorry, we better get you a note. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I'll be working on getting some self screen designs figured out. And so any assistance you usually remember and how are we doing? Excellent. Feeling and flying fetal. No, not yet. It's a little bit early. Of course, I am a healer. That's true. That's true. That's not good for you, you know. I'm not. No. Oh. <laughs> As we know, the channeler does also. <laughs> it's not good for both of you, the channeler and you, to indulge in that nicotine. But it's not the nicotine that's a problem, it's what they put in you. You're fine. You no, I don't, I don't <laughs> mind. I'm just saying that it doesn't pick me up really. <laughs> Carry on, Russ. Okay, anyway, I was thinking the life form inside of you and um, kind of transmitting it. Mm. Yes, how well we could it. Uh, but you cannot honestly know how I feel. You are not, I guess. I am. You didn't tell me, so you did not. You didn't know. You didn't You didn't well, it seems like little sis is uh, interested. 